Hi there. We know that what is personal is universal. I am Amanda Loveland. And I am Jessica Devonish. Welcome to The Conversation. Well, here we go. I'm, I think we're going to sound tired <laughs> when this comes across. We're doing it over Zoom, and it's after 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. <laughs> this episode drops tomorrow, but no worries. No worries. We'll sound like a million bucks. It'll be fine. A million bucks. We, Jessica and I, were discussing whether or not we wanted to release this episode. We recorded this episode two weeks ago. Yep. Before some of the thing, recent events that have happened and debated about whether or not we should release it. And we weren't going to, except for a, some conversation between Jessica and I happened yesterday where we both feel very strongly and actually talking to another friend of mine that the more we're educated, the less fear we will have. And that's been my experience. And I know with you, you yeah, feel the same. Oh, I feel the same way. I feel... Um, in January of 2020, I started researching some of the information that was being shared on the political landscapes. And it's just given me so much comfort and so much, um, I don't know what the word is, just comfort, I guess, knowing that there's bigger stuff going on. And the more I look into, the more I, I don't feel fearful. Yeah. Well, and it's almost like too, when you understand what's really going on, you're not you're not smacked by the, you know what I mean? Kind of like, what's that word I'm looking for? Where it just kind of takes you off guard. It's more yeah. like, yep, saw that coming. Yep. This is what's going to keep happening. You know, food prices are going to continue going up. We were talking about articles there with that. And um, yeah, I think the more information we have, the more empowered we'll all be. So we just want to yes. do that little <laughs> caveat before we launch into this next episode where we are both a little, maybe not both of us, maybe it was just me, we definitely get very passionate when we talk about this subject. Oh, absolutely. It's a very, it's a very passionate topic for both of us. And I think for a lot of people. So we just wanted to say, hey, you know, it's just information. If there's information that we share triggers you or upsets you, um, lean into that and just know that it's out of love and it's just information. Um, so take it for what it's worth. Yeah, for sure. And with so, that, <laughs> enjoy. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> We're talking quiet today and then I also talk super loud. Hello. And you're loud. That's too loud too. We're not putting that in. Don't put that in. Oh man. What? Deep sigh. So Jessica and I have been sitting here having conversations like we usually do because we don't chat a whole lot until we sit down to do our con our podcasts. Isn't that true? Which I like. I like that we, you know, we have that time. But as we're sitting here, of course, we're naturally talking about things that are happening in the world and this podcast we listened to yesterday and just different dynamics. And we have a whole other podcast we're going to record after this one. <laughs> well, let's uh, talk about that podcast that you should we talk about yesterday it? and kind of. I think so. I think that's the basis of why we're feeling called to talk about, you know, the environment of the world right now. Yeah. Well, I think it, it ties in all sorts of things, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to summarize what that podcast was? 
Well, it's Joe Rogan interviewing a girl that escaped North Korea. I believe she wrote a book. Yeah, called... they talk about, I don't know what her book was called, but, um, and I want to, her name is Yeonomi Park. And it's episode number 1691 for anybody who's interested. I feel like everyone in in America should listen to this woman's story. Without question. I mean, she escaped Korea. Oh, the book that she wrote is called In Order to Survive. Oh. And I believe she wrote the book. It's been like in 2015. And that's where I think the power of podcasts are elevating her story. Yeah. Because Joe Rogan had her on his podcast after it was released on another person's podcast. Yeah, I can't remember. And all was. of a sudden, you sent it to me, but I've seen it pop up now. Yeah, it's going around. In the last two weeks. So that's the power of podcasts. So, but she did write this book about how she escaped North Korea. And I don't know about you, but yesterday I found myself like I had to stop listening for a minute because it's so like emotionally. It's a lot. It's so, it's overwhelming to think what she's gone through. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, partly why you're saying that this brought us to the conversation that we're going to have right now is, you know, I know, I know as I was listening, make sure my thing's muted. I know as I was listening, I kept feeling like, holy shit, if we're not careful, this could happen here. And maybe not to that extreme, but you can see threads of what the regime and the power that, that you look at some people and the desire they have so much for power, for greed, for owning whatever it is, it is fascinating and scary what they can accomplish. You know, you look at our history and talking about Hitler and Stalin and and all these massive leaders. And I can't even remember the name of the leader that started all this with North Korea back in the 1930s. Their calendar started when he came into power. Was it? I can't is remember. it John Kim or something? Or is that the guy now? I don't remember. See, this is how this is. And this, I feel like I'm super ignorant that I did not. I knew North Korea was bad. Well, let's be honest. I, Knowing what I know after this last year of COVID stuff, I feel like my whole life I've been ignorant yeah. to what's really been going on. Yeah. I mean, this might really make me sound like the dumbest person on it's the planet. I didn't even know, Amanda, that China was as communist as it is until last year. Frankly, I can, I mean, I mean you know what? people can laugh at me for not knowing that. I did not realize it. Well, the thing is, is do, do we really understand what communism is? And that's the thing. I was listening to a Glenn Beck podcast and he was talking, and this was through all of this COVID stuff. It has created more of a, okay, I want to understand Marxism. Marxism ke- keeps getting dropped in and socialism and communism. And well, I, like fascism and, and nationalism yeah, and, I, and all the- <laughs> I found myself going, do I even really know what the hell this I, is. I so I listened to a Glenn Beck podcast that talks about Marxism and I had no idea, which is really goes very, very, they're very tandem with communism. And then he goes into China, you know, and how there is no individual businesses. There's no, you know, the government communism, the government owns everything. And you, North Korea, like, did you hear, did you catch when she was saying it was postured that the government would take care of the people? So give yeah. us your lands, give us your freedom. What is Biden doing right now? I'm just going to call this out because there's the people that I know that are Biden supporters. They like the free checks. Hey, this is a way for us to not have to really work hard and to get free money from the government. Well, guess what happens if we start complying to this and being complacent? What will continue happening on our in the United States? I don't think that's what's going to happen because there's too many of us that are stubborn asses and are not in that mentality. Yeah. But this is North Korea, that's how it started. 
Well, maybe I'm being a little bit ignorant when I say that, but that was one of the beginning things that the government was posturing. We'll take care of you. We'll feed you. You give us your lands. You give us your freedom. Well, I mean, it's a fact that the CCP has come in and bought land, farmland from people in the United States in this last year. They're buying up millions of acres of land. What's the CCP stand for? The Chinese Communist Party. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Was that in that article that anyway? I don't know. But I did not know they that. are coming in and buying farmland. And I have seen proof of farmers that are, well, how does it go? They are being paid to destroy their crops. They're being paid like four times what they would normally make. And these are, you can't fault these families. These families are like, that's their livelihood. They're farming. Well, right? farming is so not make a whole destroy, lot of money. Exactly. So if they're offered to pay four times amount with, you know, what they mm-hmm. would normally make. And if they don't, they get fined. They have letters from the U.S. government right now that I've seen. And I've talked to farmers and it is really happening in the right. United States of America. So the CCP is coming in and paying these farmers for their land. You've heard Bill Gates talk about synthetic beef. I mean, all, it doesn't stop the to connect the dots. Well, and here's this woman so what who's you're sharing about they take over the farms and you can't is exactly slow. what is slowly like happening Mm -hmm. that's terrifying but she does say in the podcast i think you were going to say like you they don't even know i don't even think they have access to any land they own nothing no right the government owns everything in fact she was talking about how a man was eating beef from a cow that was killed and he was killed for that because that is government cow it is not the people so the people have to go into the mountains to go find flowers crickets is their protein and they're constantly hungry And that was, I think some of the things that struck me, I mean, there's so many parts in there. It's hard not to have cognitive dissonance because of the thing that is their reality. And just to think that this is happening on our planet and we're not doing a goddamn thing and we can't, I don't, I don't, we don't need to. Well, I don't even know where to start, but she's talking about like rape's not a crime. Murder is not a crime. Mm -hmm. So she said they sell organs there. There's so many like, China and North Korea, like North Korea serves China. Yeah. And she she actually said that, because Joe Rogan had asked her, like, what's the connection between North Korea and China? And she said, it's like your mouth and your teeth. Mm-hmm. You cannot have one without the other. Yeah. She, that's how she, she described I know. it. it and she a- also went on to say another fascinating thing I'll share before I forget is Hulu came in. No, Disney came in and bought Hulu. And I think before this happened, there was a documentary on the North Korean, whatever, is it John Kin or whatever? I don't remember. I, I know. I wish I, I could don't remember even the know, names. He murdered his brother and, and I believe an uncle. his uncle. Uh-huh. And so there was a documentary on everything happening there. That was being created. Yeah. Yes. On Hulu. Uh-huh. So when Disney came in and bought him, the agreement was that they wouldn't share that documentary anymore to keep China happy. Yeah. So that's where she's saying people need to realize that. It's all about keeping China happy. Yeah. She went on to say that Michelle Obama um, parades herself as saving all these women from the Taliban and ISIS, mm-hmm. but there's 300,000 women and children what, every day, every mm-hmm. year. I think I can't remember. That need to be saved from North Korea. I think it was North Korea and China, actually. And nobody's doing anything. She also went on to say that people say that they don't support communism and they don't support all the sex trafficking and everything that's happened to women, and yet they're still doing business with Chinese companies. Mm-hmm. So she says they say in one breath that they don't 
support that, but they're still doing business with Chinese companies. You know, it was interesting. And just as a little bit of a sidebar, when, when I was, when I had my clothing company and we were manufacturing, I cannot tell you how many times we'd had the conversations of we need to go manufacture in China, because I mean, you're talking manufacturing a, t- a shirt for 10 cents versus here a dollar 10 cents. And I could not do it. I couldn't do it because I knew the child labor. I knew all, all the different, for me, what I knew then was enough for me to say, I can't. Ethically, I cannot do this. But the amount, like it is, it's crazy when you make, it's fascinating how money creates power and how this kind of stronghold on all these different elements, right? And one of the things, so just a little sidebar, but a few of the things that I found fascinating about her story was um, one of the pieces that was so disturbing to me is first of all, they're so hungry that they can't think for themselves, and and well and in tandem to that there is no vocabulary in their language for the word i there's no i there's no word for love so it wasn't i love you mom and dad nothing like that no, there that. was that wasn't even in their vocabulary no. or the word i everything was we and so there's they stripped down their individuality now i'm just going to put this out there when we started wearing masks masks take away your individuality like it takes away that i mean how many times would you know somebody that you know meet somebody with their mask on and they take it off and they they look completely different oh there it's, was plenty of times someone i would see someone didn't even recognize them right until they're like peek it down hey yeah oh gosh didn't even see you so we're removing individuality with these mask piece let's just see some of the parallels that are happening in the individuality piece to me was so huge it was so fucking huge and i'm sorry i just said that but it was like this was oh, it's this was warfare that is appropriate <laughs> that that though right there shows you how powerful we are as individuals and how much that wants to be taken away. And if you look at mental warfare, mental warfare is more powerful than anything else as far as brainwashing, programming, doing whatnot. And and these people, she would say, we had there's no way that we could even think about revolting because all we could focus on was our bellies. And if oh, we were going to live through the day. For sure. And he gets, and she was talking about, do you remember this part, how they get offers from different countries of sending over medicine, sending over different supplies when they're going through that um, tsunami or something, mm-hmm. not a tsunami. And he always d- said he denied, denied it. Mm-hmm. And because it's a, it's just, they yeah. are a living concentration camp. Mm-hmm. They, the walls that they have around are electric fences around their borders. They have armed guards that will shoot the minute they see somebody. And then they now have mines that she was saying that are around. So if you can even manage to get through that, she's like, I don't think anybody's escaped because they have, I mean, we have a living right now. There's a country that is a concentration camp. Well, she felt like she was explained how this is a different planet to her. Well, that's a, I mean, even talking about this is like, how is this? Well, how about the poop? They talk about the poop. So every family every year has to give up their poop to the regime. Mm-hmm. That's their taxes. And if they don't, everything is about consequences. Everything yeah. is about torture. Every single thing about that whole country is about torture. So if they, but here's the thing, they, they don't eat. So they're pooping maybe one to three times t- a month. Yeah. A month? Yeah. I mean, we're, so, we're all happy over pooping three times a day. I can't remember. I don't know if I've ever pooped three times a day. <laughs> well, just TMI. Three times a month? But she's like, we're not eating. We are yeah, not Yeah, there's eating. nothing to digest. So that's crazy that they, and they have no private bathrooms. It's all public. Yeah. They're outhouses. And they have to lock them 
because people still poop from each other because that's how they pay their taxes. And if they don't give enough poop, there's consequences. Yes. Like just wrap your head around that. So then when she talks about the story of how she escaped, I mean, that story in and of itself is quite the adventure, mm-hmm. but she gets taken to, uh, they, she goes to a home where there's men and they're going to sell her. Mm-hmm. Right, because she's a virgin, and they're worth. I think she was sold for like three hundred. Her mm-hmm. mom was sold for sixty-five. 60. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked at a woman that was there and said, "What is that?" And it was a trash can. She had never seen a trash can in her life mm-hmm. because they have no waste there. Yeah, because so that was just unfathomable that somebody had something to throw away. Yeah, she's like, they toss it away. Yeah, what do you mean you toss it away? Yeah. So then here in America, she's saying, and how are people like they can't stop eating? So the number one problem is obesity, where it's indulgence. It's too much. I'm just happy. I, I can't even imagine. I don't know what it would be like to just yeah overeat. Overeat because yeah. Well, and and the reason why we're talking about this is, you know, I think that all of us can echo that the when this came in and COVID started happening. I mean, we've all really had to kind of stand. You know, what's the phrase? take a stand or, or put our toes to the line of, hey, what do we really believe? And it's starting to ask those questions like we just shared. Do we, do we really know what communism was and Marxism and all these things and starting to do more educa- more education and research? And, and so we've all been going through all sorts of shifts and changes personally and individually, at least in my experience and in my circles. And here we are today and people right now in Utah, we have so many people are getting sick and it's not covid it's like the cold, the flu. There's so many, like I know my sister's talking about how her son's football practice got canceled because there's so, so many kids that are sick. Jessica was sick. Oh, my other, our other good friend that never gets sick is sick. And oh. it's like, what in the hell is going on? And then also all this anxiety. And so I had the, I have had the thought and about this time last year, I feel like it was similar where um, energetically, we get to unhook from what we've known. And we, as, as shamans carry this knowledge that we go through life, death, life cycles. We have a lot of connection with serpent energy and serpent medicine. They shed their skin so that they can grow and they do it pretty often and regularly. And so when I do sessions, mm-hmm. we call in serpent energy to assist with shedding that which no longer serves. Well, our planet is going through a huge shedding and a huge death. And with death comes rebirth. And I think that the level of death is so massive that a lot of us are having a hard time. Either we're not even recognizing that that's what's happening. So there's some cognitive dissonance. Um, or we do understand that it's happening on some level and it's freaking our systems out because, holy shit, I have no control over this. I can't even really imagine where I'm going to be a year from now because I don't know the state of our world mm-hmm. and what's going, you know, 10 years ago, we wouldn't say that. Everything was just ticking and just fine and everything... And I was telling Jessica, I feel like in some ways, we've almost been like children going through going through our lives and everything's been this beautiful, you know, sure, we've had pains and we've had problems and experiences. And well, she talks about that when she came here and she came here at 17, but she was really like a seventh grader. And she was saying her friends were talking about this boy didn't call her back. Do you remember that part? Uh This boy didn't call me back. And she's thinking. Like that's what like they're that's complaining a about. Mm-hmm. Their biggest problem is, oh my gosh, she went out with this other girl and didn't call me back. Yeah, she, cattiness or she gossip. She couldn't or... even like, oh my oh gosh, my biggest fear is I don't, I'm never, I'm going to die gonna live? from starvation. Yeah, literally. She was talking about how when her mom would go to get, do something, there was always that, 
worry that she would never come back. Yeah. Because people died all the time. There's no letters. There's Mm -hmm. no paper. So if you say goodbye to somebody, you don't know if that's the last time you'll ever see them again. It could be. Well, and again, just kind of coming back to where we are now, I think that it is time for us to really acknowledge that the things that we have known are dying. Mm -hmm. And what gets to be created in its place can be something really beautiful, but it will be something that we haven't experienced yet. And so that fear of the unknown is a real thing because we've been rooted in a system for how many years and now we're seeing the depth of the corruption that has been behind it, including China. Oh, and sure. it's in its stronghold and its arm reach. I think it's interesting that you post, you shared this yesterday with Biden in the three, the three red stripes oh. and the E mm-hmm. and the connection to China. Mm-hmm. I love that Trump would call this the China virus, Yeah, you know, and trying to call them out. And I think it's interesting in um, Donald Trump Jr. Did you notice what his profile picture is now? Uh-uh. The end, but it's all the E's are the three red things like Biden's. Oh, wow. And I, I thought that was interesting. Isn't that representative of the China flag? Isn't that I don't know. something like that? I'll have to find what I shared with you and maybe that'll describe what you're saying. But I, one of the things that I think would could be helpful, and I'm just going to offer this, is when you are feeling moments of panic, of anxiety, to let it move through you instead of wondering why you're feeling panicky, why you're whatever it is, just acknowledging that, hey, we're going through a death and our body is naturally going to react. So being, and that can look like being sick too. You know, here's a, it's forcing us to to slow down, to shut down and to reboot. Um, I, you, I had this meditation that was actually a reboot and I need to go back and find it and see if it's still, because there's something about pulling in all your circuits, even rebooting and disconnecting from God, from source, from everything that we know, and then asking for something new to come in. Because mm-hmm. I do think we are going through a major death. Oh, for sure. I mean, okay, so here I found it. The three red banners is was an ideological slogan in the late 1950s, which called on the Chinese people to build a socialist state. So if you look at Biden's logo... And it's totally socialism. Banners, it's socialism. And so these are just signs, right? I mean, well, and socialism whether is or not really... people are listening, like they love Biden, whatever. The, I'm not, this has nothing to do with whether you like Biden or not. These are just signs and symbols. Connect the dots, pay attention, ask the questions like, is there something? Something more here. Well, come on. I don't care if you like the dude or not. At this point, he's been so disrespectful. He's falling asleep when he's having an interview with, was it somebody from some foreign leader? He was falling asleep. He was asleep while there. It's like, what in the hell? Regard. He won't even answer any questions. I for the well, checking I think, his watch i think when he should be, the people are saying he should be impeached in my personal opinion he should be court-martialed i there has to be some sort of accountability and this is the how thing that hasn't happened yet though is the thing because so, of how corrupt our system here is. we are talking about china and north korea but like the Taliban what's happening here in afghanistan too like it's happening people are watching it um, like you're i'm seeing videos of people being tortured how about the helicopters all uh, right hanging people flying with people like it's happening like it's front row and it is so disturbing and so overwhelming so the death that you're saying you like metaphorically spiritually physically our bodies like we're feeling it yeah i mean i think i was sharing with you i love mtv that's kind of like my jam right and so the vmas i mean i always said when i wanted to grow up i wanted to be a video jockey oh i love it that's that's what i wanted to be was a (laughs) vj 
seriously. And so the VMAs are on and I love them. I saw a commercial for the VMAs and I find myself like, that's died too. Yeah. Like it feels so fake. It feels like a fake world. It feels like they're just, it's all smoke and mirrors. Mm -hmm. Everything that I thought I knew or thought that I liked, I don't even enjoy anymore. Right. And so, and there's sadness just, with that. It is. I feel like, gosh, how did I not see it? First of all, that's my first thought. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know that China was as communist as they were. I didn't. And listening to this woman talk about her North Korean story, I'm like, I feel foolish. Even Af- Afghanistan, I didn't know a lot of what was still happening. Is yeah. So I think there's a death and there's an embarrassment. And then what can we do? Mm-hmm. What can we do? How can we, you know, all I feel like we can do is just try to share what we know, mm-hmm. which is what we're doing today. I think every American should hear her story. Yeah, Just I for agree. insight, right? Just for perspective. Well, and for education. Oh, my gosh. I mean, she talked about she had never even, they, in the school system, they don't, they don't really have education. She never no. s- had seen a map. The only reason why she knew there was somewhere to go is because they had hardly any electricity. So at nights, because she was on a border town, she could see lights from China. That was the only reason why she knew that there was something else out there. Well, do you know she didn't even know what race was? She didn't even know she was Asian? Well, yeah. Well, that because makes yeah, she, she never saw know, white. Like, well, she didn't know that there race, yeah. Asian, like there was any other, anything else. Yeah. She just had, had no. I think what, what infuriates me about all this is we are not fucking property. And that's the thing. When we start having more of this education and individuality and we stand up for our rights of what we believe to be true, we, I don't care who you are. Nobody wants our sovereignty or our freedom taken away, period. Mm-mm. And the things that are happening right now on the planet are starting, are threat, they are threatening that. There's no question. The vaccine and the mandates that are happening right now, they are threatening our freedom. They're taking away our freedom, period. Well, and anyone, I have no problem looking them straight in the eye and saying, if for any reason you feel like socialism is a great idea, then go live in China. Go live in China and test it out and let me know. Mm-hmm. Because just because you even have the ability to use the, say that sentence tells you that you don't respect the freedom that you have right now. And you really do want the government to go own things that you create. See, somebody that's okay with socialism. They they don't know what they're saying. Or it's someone that does not have a ton of ambition. And I don't mean, and and there's there's a place for all people, right? So it's someone that's okay being an employee. That's somebody that's okay being a nine to fiver and just getting their paycheck and just living day to day and doesn't don't have a whole lot of dreams. People like that, I feel like are okay with status quo they're okay with socialism but people who want more in life and who want to go be an entrepreneur and go create their own destinies those people will not be okay with socialism no i think that's well, the I difference plenty of people that or kind of five that don't want socialism because they do have dreams but people that are happy with it and yeah, that's just sure. what their lives for are going to sure. be for they're sure. you know for sure. I there's someone in Travis's family that he's totally fine. He would be totally fine with that idea because there's a sense of laziness. Yeah, they have the perception. Here's the problem, Amanda. They have the perception that they still get to live in the freedom that they have right now and have the government right. give them everything. You don't get one and have the other. That's yeah, what they're not understanding. What happens is if the government does that, then they don't ha- they don't own anything mm-hmm. like this woman sharing. Mm-hmm. So a man got shot. Because mm-hmm. he ate beef? Well, and 
And from what I understand, up until the uh, Soviet Union fell, the government was more, they were giving food, they were doing some things that were what they said they would do and put that in quote, I'm doing air quotes as I'm saying this, until the Soviet Union fell. And then it completely changed. And now they're at a place to where they're starving. And they're in, you know, they're dealing with what they're dealing every day. And it's horrific. Well, I don't even know enough to tell you when that started in North Korea or if it's always been that way. So she said the 1930s was when their calendar started and when what whoever came into power. And then when the Soviet Union, so the whole pretense was, we'll take care of you, give us your freedom, give us your land. Um, and they did until the Soviet Union fell. And then that's when... It was like that was their kind of help and kind of – so you have these different countries that are in, in, in cahoots with each other. And she talks about China who, – who are the other bordering countries? How it's Malaysia. almost it's almost like they don't want to wake up the sleeping giant. They don't want to piss off North Korea. Well, North Korea also is the supplier for nucle- nuclear warheads. Like they are, they are getting funded and people, countries are paying them to get nuclear warheads. So it's like they're using them for, God, it's so corrupt. It's so disgusting that it's just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I I think the goal, why I think every American should listen is just because it's just an opportunity to wake up, an opportunity to see what's really going on. And although some people still believe that masks might protect you, I think at this point that the masks have nothing to do with safety of COVID. They never have. Exactly. They never have. at what point are people going to finally say, wait a minute? wait a minute. Like if Biden stands up after what Afghanistan, what happened in Afghanistan, and the only thing he had to say was take your vaccine and put on your mask. If you are a Biden supporter through and through, your soul has to say, why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about this still when what's happening in Afghanistan is what's happening in Afghanistan? Uh Like we should not be talking about anything but that as an American, I don't care if you're left, right, blue, purple, green, whatever. The only thing that matters is we leave no man behind. Well, and, and then how many Marines are getting yeah. fired and let go because they're standing up saying we need to mm-hmm. hold someone accountable? Mm-hmm. Like, I just hope. I was and so pray. grateful that he did. I can't remember his name. I can't either. But, but calling calling out. Who was he calling out? He was calling out Biden. He was calling I out, and then so. he was fired. Yeah. And it's like, good for him. And this is where I was reading who shared this. Um, there was a nurse the other day that had, she said, after 20 years of working at this such and such hospital, I am being let go because I refuse to take the vaccine. And I put my trust in God and I now have another job that pays three times more. And so she's just talking about faith and having, mm-hmm. um, but now we're seeing that as an uproar. I know San Diego County just had a big, some, um, they were there for 12 hours people were waiting to actually have time in because there was no time limit to be able to communicate and something was voted and it, it was in their favor. And I think it was about mandating something. Mm. I wish I, I sound super ignorant right now, but I was kind of following it a little bit and I knew it was a positive thing. It was like a three to there's five people voting and it was a three yes two no. And so they barely got the vote. But again, another nurse, I'm about to be fired because I won't take the vaccine. And I, you know, here we used to be the heroes and the frontline workers, and now we're being let go because we're refusing, you know, to have sovereignty over our our bodies and make a choice for ourselves. Well, and why they're not still able to give therapeutics, like, you know, the hydroxychloroquine and the 
all that or stuff. Or why are we we're not, not even having that conversation? Because you can't have that conversation. Or vitamins and because hey. Because Trump suggested it, so you can't. Here's another thing that's just a side note. I think that people need to understand that when the governor uses the word cases, cases are increasing in Utah. Cases do not mean hospital cases. Mm-hmm. Cases mean positive PCR tests. And it's important that people understand that. And I'm pretty sure nine out of 10 people don't know that. So when he's saying cases, there's 1200 new cases yeah, a I don't, day. I didn't know that. That is not 1200 new hospital cases. That is 1200 new positive cases. And I'm just going to be bold and say PCR tests have been proven to not be reliable. Yep. So I cannot figure out why people are still choosing to be tested because if know, you can't do anything for COVID then why are we why are we aiding in the numbers i don't understand why because the the developer of the pcr test has come out and said they were not designed for that i mean and, and then there's proof that people have tested a piece of fruit mm-hmm. and I the know, fruit what, came back positive the new guinea so whatever at the end did of the that. day you just have to i just encourage people to question everything well, the thing I'm not for yourself. I know all the Please think for yourself. Ask your own intuition. In off. in connection with that, somebody had shared this yesterday, and I need to go verify to see if this is true. But I I believe there's accuracy in this because this has been the the case this entire time. Imagine believing flu cases dropped by three hundred and seventy nine million. It's three hundred seventy nine nine ninety eight one seventy eight in one year. Oh, that's fascinating! That the flu we've, has been eradicated. We've eradicated the flu, Amanda. 359 yes. million cases. Yes. And I will say this. I was sitting next to, because I do try to be aware so that I'm not narrowly focused in. We've said this before in our Corona, COVID, whatever podcast earlier. We know COVID's a thing. We're not being ignorant to it, but it's just like the, for me, it's like the flu. It's like any other thing. We need our natural immunities. Great. This virus was created by China, blah, blah, blah. Go through it. Take your vitamin D. I'm going to put this, say this on this podcast and hopefully it doesn't get taken down because if you post this, it will get flagged. Take zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C. I also like to take elderberry. Um, there's a lot of really great essential oils that are out there. Vitamin C sorbate, that's a powder that you actually put in, in orange juice is very helpful. Um, and drink water, like lots of water. But, um, I totally just got on a tangent. I can't even remember where I was going with the rest of that, but. Well, I found from Dr. James Kaufman, this was updated in July. It's from the Macon County Health Department. It's a public health announcement of the COVID-19 post-exposure at-home management. And it gives 10 tips on what to do for COVID. And, you know, Mucinex, Pepsid, 20 milligrams, zinc, all kinds of stuff. They do Pepsid? That's Mm -hmm. interesting because that's indigestion. Yeah. Deep breathing, vitamin B, omega-3s, potassium-rich foods. Um, tummy time to help improve outcome. I mean, this is just a yeah. t- the 10 list. And why is this not of, out there? I know. Why are well, there not? It Didn't you send me that video of that one doctor that has published two papers now with how many other doctors on it that are talking about preventative care and then actually precursor care to before a respirator, a respirator is ever needed, mm-hmm. that there's all sorts of things that can be done and they publish two papers and they're just going to be completely ignored by. Well, it's all because Trump said all those things. And so people are like, they're having that. I I think it's not that I think it, 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 this is a depopulation agenda. And so the powers of being, whether it's Trump or not, saying that people are not 
they're dismissing it because he oh, suggested it originally is what I'm saying. The so hydrochloroquine. Yeah. yeah. So they're dismissing it because he suggested it. And I mean, have you seen the post from the same person last oh. year at this time saying, oh, Trump is going to mandate a vaccine, vaccine. Don't you dare succumb to this governmental tyranny. And then the same person <laughs> now is saying, we need to do what the government says. Oh, I that's like my that. point is saying, oh, because Trump said, yeah, you assumed right. Trump said to do it and that it was bad. But now Biden says to do it. It's good. I mean, the hypocrisy knows no bounds. And so I just encourage people to, if, if, if it smells rotten, it looks rotten, it's probably rotten. So right. it's not about, it's, it's about turning people against each other, all of us. When someone says the cases are rising, I think I'm showing Jessica. This is so. Here's a picture of Bill Gates, and it says, "When someone seeing, says the cases are rising, I think of this picture. It's Bill Gates with a, a book, um, sitting next to him. How to lie with statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, over half a million copies sold. I'm trying to find the the because they took a screenshot of it of the person that shared the year ago post and then the year today post that was completely con- contrary. Oh, for sure. There's so much, there's so much um, hypocrisy. So I, this is obviously, this gets us fueled up. This is going to get you fueled up. And, and that's not for me, that's not my intention. And that's not Jessica. So what do we do? And I think one of those things is, hey, what can you do to actually disconnect, to unplug from everything? Because I think that that's important. And even at night, unplugging or pulling in all your circuits. And when I say circuits, we literally do have circuits of energy that run through. And we've talked about this before on another podcast. So mentally just imagining unhooking as if you had little cords out to you know, the TV or out to your job or out to your boss or out to your wife or your husband or your kids, like literally pulling in that cir- those circuits of energy is, is and can be a really useful tool in the morning and in the evening um, before you do anything and having like those daily practices of meditation of getting really quiet, because to your point, I think that it's, it's, it's more imperative than ever that we get really clear with what our, our compass looks like what our intuition feels like, like you said, if it's, if it smells rotten, it probably is rotten. If something doesn't quite make sense, it's probably because it just doesn't make sense. Um, what would be another tip you would offer? Well, one thing that I do energetically, and I've taught my kids to do this is I put a big magnet. I visualize a big magnet above my head and I literally call back any energy that I've left throughout yes. the day. Right. So I'm, it's a magnet and my body's a magnet calling itself back to me. Mm-hmm. And I just call back any conversation, anything that happened, any thought, anything that I watched that maybe was emotional, like this podcast last night, I was mm-hmm. like all that sadness and angst and just disbelief that I was feeling cognitive dissonance that I yeah. was experiencing, calling it all back. And, you know, conversation I had with my daughter yesterday, just calling it all back. I take all those pieces of Jessica that have been out into the world today and I put it back into the magnet and then I take the magnet. I visualize it turning into a sun, and then I move that sun, that warm energy of light down through my body from the top mm. of my head down to my feet into I the earth. That. And that just feels like, because I think we've talked about this before, piece, you don't want pieces of Jessica in your energy field. No one does, mm-hmm. right? That's not serving anyone, and it's certainly it's going to deplete me if I continue to leave those, like you described, you know, out the circuits open Mm -hmm. or if I leave little pieces of my energy out, that's not serving me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get depleted and other people don't want my energy. So that's what I do. That would be another. Well, and I, 
I can tell you what happens um, when we start feeling stressed, anxious, fearful, emotional, we do start leaving our body. And more and more that I'm seeing in my sessions lately, I am pulling and bringing him back into the here and the now. Um, we're either not because we're either not really wanting to be here. We don't want to have to face this. So there's a part of us that just starts leaving because then we start going through the motions and we're we're detached from reality. And again, like you said, you will feel more tired. You're not going to have a whole lot of joy. You're probably going to feel depressed, sad, anxious, but more than it's because you're just like all this energy is just going, it's just going out and you're, you're letting it. So having that consciousness of, Hey, I'm calling this, I'm calling this back in. Mm -hmm. I was listening to another podcast this morning where she had, she had touched on this briefly, um, that, you know, if, if you're feeling disempowered with what to do, and I thought this was a good suggestion. She said, um, find one thing that you can focus on instead of all the things that are happening, find one thing that you can focus on and go do your research and see then from that place what you can do. Cause she's like, you know, you can go post a graph or do whatever online all day long. And that's really not going to do, that's not going to really make much of a difference. So if something's really find something you're passionate or passionate about, and then go focus on that thing. And I think that that, that does, I liked that because then it is like, okay, let me go focus on this. I'm really, right. you know, the dogs in Afghanistan say that's your thing. Like, go, great, go do research, go see what you can do. You know, if there is anything that you can do or, or get more educated so that you can increase awareness. Well, and I think we feel so disempowered in general because how do I make a difference? And I think it goes back to that one drop that falls into the river. It ripples out. Yeah. You know, we do make a difference. Yeah, and we if do. we can share this story with somebody, if it if it, one person resonates and they may do something with it today that's positive, then we've done our job. Right? I think that's the mm-hmm. whole point is your own sovereignty, your own personal empowerment, and how we can make a difference coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Like I choose to share on my Instagram and my Facebook stuff. It's hard sometimes, frankly, not to post about all that's happening. Mm-hmm. It's finding that balance. But maybe that's not my platform, you know? Other people are sharing that and that's what they're here to do Mm -hmm. on this earth right Mm -hmm. now. Maybe mine is to share stuff of peace and love and try to Mm -hmm. find your own personal empowerment so that you can rise above the chaos. I think we all play a role. Mm -hmm. We get to decide what that looks like. Mm -hmm. So I think we can make a difference. And if you think that you can't, why would we, why the things that we already touched on, why is North Korea is the word I taken out of their vocabulary? Why are we being censored all over the place? And certain people are being deplatformed. This is why that individuality that pe- is so powerful. People are being censored because they're talking God. about canning. Can- oh, I saw canning. that. And like preparation. they're an extremist because they're talking about canning. Yeah. God is being censored now too. <laughs> I think that is... It's hilarious and terrifying all at the same time. Especially when you start connecting the dots. Because if people are planning for the end of times or whatever, they're just talking about canning. I mean, this is canning season. Let's just be clear about that, Uh right? So I think that's the death of everything we've known. You're like, canning is an extremist? So now I was a conspiracy theorist because I'm a critical thinker. And now I'm an extremist because I'm canning? Right. Like, Or having food preparation in case something shit hit the fan. I mean, I've... Granted, we yeah. were raised Mormon. That's just part of the culture, and that. But mm-hmm. in some aspects, it's just smart <laughs> thinking. Like maybe but we yeah. should have some resources. If big tech is censoring you because you are talking about canning, that or vitamins, is... or holistic living, <laughs> or how to have a healthier, vibrant oh, life. And I think you were going to say they did put it in their policies on Facebook. You can't. You can't use the word prayer oh, if you're talking about is? COVID. 
So if somebody that is, is this is this is getting ridiculous. So if you comment and say, you know, I'll send you prayers, and there's any kind of COVID in there, then it flags you. Because so in connection it's not with hard COVID, see, you can't yeah, say prayer. No, no, because and you can't talk about home remedies or therapeutics or. I prayer. knew that it's in the, those three things are in that policy. I shared it some time ago. It's always on my stories. Maybe I'll, I'll share it again. Go. But I don't remember it, seeing that. It is in the policies. They under oh it is God. there. Pray, pray, home remedies, therapeutics, anything like that is being censored. And hey, I have I have people who've died from COVID. I am not downplaying. That yeah, is a but real I can't say I'm going to pray for you or else but, I'm censored. Right. Exactly. Oh, that's just sad. Yeah. Well, there's so. our little like <laughs> two cents. I I think um you know what? I would also recommend get together with people. Like community and gatherings and being together with like-minded um connection is huge. Mm-hmm. That would be my last little offering to just be with people. Well, I think that's why so many people are feeling sick and feeling lost right now too, is because they have they lack connection. Mm-hmm. Like I, um, there was a summit. My ho- my friend hosted a summit last weekend, and it was the first time in four years that he's had a hundred percent attendance. Wow! That in and of itself is indicative of people need people. People are craving connection, and never. In a business summit, has there's never a hundred percent attendance because life happens. But right now, people are choosing connection. They're choosing yeah. so, so choose connection. You know, reach out mm-hmm. to people because we need that. People yeah, need that. We do. We do. So well, hopefully, people. We left you with some little nuggets. <laughs> hopefully, to- not too pissed off. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, like we said in the beginning, this episode aired a few weeks ago and some things, some pretty major things have happened since then. One of which was the mandate that Biden's trying to, to put in place. And one of the things that we felt that was important to share, Jessica had posted today on her Instagram, um, some things about the Nuremberg. What is it? The Nuremberg code? What's it called? The, the, the Nuremberg code. Nuremberg. I think it's pronounced Nuremberg. I used to speak German. The R I'm pretty sure is, yeah. It's like, it's Nuremberg. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Everybody knows what we're talking about. I completely, I've always heard about it, but I've never really known what it was. And I think, I think having that information would be really empowering. And I'm going to remind everybody, we will post this in our Facebook group. So if you're not a part of the Facebook group, please go join there. Yeah, I had learned a little bit about the Nuremberg Code back in the beginning of 2020. Um, but, you know, it just didn't, things don't stick sometimes until they potentially start affecting your daily life and freedoms. Yeah. And I think with the new mandates, right, where businesses are required to, over 100 employees are required to get, their employees have to be vaccinated or the what, that every two I'm, weeks or something, yeah. a COVID tote. COVID oh test. no, it's so, a weekly COVID test. Yeah. Is it weekly? Okay. So this, this popped up again and I've, and I've been having some conversations with some other um, friends and, you know, the Nuremberg code keeps popping up. So this is what I know about it. And we just wanted to share a little bit so that you, it's just information. Knowledge is power. There's freedom in knowledge. And so the Nuremberg code was created in 1947 in Germany following the trial of a group of Nazi doctors that were accused of conducting inhumane and awfully deadly experiments on prisoners of these concentration camps without their consent. 
So really there's 10 points that the Nuremberg Code is there to protect us against, you know, these types of tests. And I do believe that the vaccine is still under emergency order, even though it is now they say FDA approved. Um, I believe that it does fall under the Nuremberg Code. Um, and I'm going to caveat, right? well, I'm going to caveat that too, because you've had two top people at the FDA who stepped down with Biden trying to push the booster, if I read correctly. Mm-hmm. So, you, I mean, you're having people, even with this whole FDA approval stuff, people are stepping down. And um, while, while I'm saying that, there's a link to a video I'm going to post as far as German doctors who um, did blood tests on people who've had the vaccine. And it's, it's quite shocking to me. I was blown away by the blood panels. Yeah, I was um, too. So, sorry, I'm just going to caveat that for a second. But please, yeah, continue, Jessica. No, I just, I think you're right. I think it's just, um, it's just information, right? So the Nuremberg Code is something you, you know, you need to look into. It's shocking what is happening. And in my personal opinion, you know, socialism 101, communism 101, whatever you choose to, you know, think is happening. The number one, you should never give up your freedoms in the name of safety. And yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. And I know there's a lot of people um, after I posted it this morning, you know, I've had tons of people, dozens of people say they've never even heard of the Nuremberg Code. So that's why Amanda's like, let's let's add it to the end of the podcast. Because again, knowledge is power. And so we're just trying to educate, share what we know. And if we can touch, you know, more people's lives with information, then I feel like, you know, that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Well, and you, I'm trying to remember, um, so you were saying it had 10 points and one of them was the voluntary consent of the human. Cause I was just looking through it. Just trying yeah, the to voluntary, find it. It's number one, the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. And, yeah. and, you know, it goes on a little further, but I think the bottom line is um, it talks about consent. And right now what is happening in the United States is not, it's coercion. It is not yeah. consent. Yeah. You know, it's crimes against humanity and it's a very, it's very blatant. It's very easy to see. And I know that there's a lot of passion in opinions right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just think education, knowledge, information helps us make decisions for our family, helps us stand behind our own rights. And I think it's important for people to look into it. They need to yeah. know. Well, it's important for us to understand our rights. And this is why I love that there's certain, there's several states and several companies that are saying absolutely not, even when they are pro they are mm-hmm. absolutely not. This is going against our constitutional freedoms. Yeah. So I can post these 10 points um, in the Facebook group and a link that I found. I mean, I think what I posted on social media today was simply a Wikipedia definition. So there's yeah. lots of information. Luckily, a lot of this, um, as of now, none of this information is being censored. So it's available. So I highly yeah. encourage people to look into it. I think that's pretty much our big takeaway right is making sure yeah. that it's just information so don't yeah. don't hate on the messenger whether or not you agree <laughs> with our opinion it's just information so do with it what you will yeah absolutely thank you thank you for joining the conversation today we hope that something we said sparked your curiosity to further your growth only you know what is meant for you so let's continue the conversation and follow us on our facebook page at what is personal is universal We'll see you there.